Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, and with us right now, we've got Lori Lyons. Lori, you are the CEO and creative director at Ignite Marketing, and that's on the web at ignitingyourbusiness.com. And you're also the founder of makeyourmarketingsimple.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's great to be here, Josh. Thank you for having me. So um, tell me about your work with ignitingyourbusiness.com, with Ignite Marketing. Uh, you, are, you founded this company, and this was back in 2014. Is that right? Correct. Correct. And, and it kind of started accidentally. Uh, I worked for a company and then got laid off and because I wasn't technical enough. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a, a friend asked me if I wanted to, you know, I was talking about it. And they said, well, we need a new website. And I'm like, well, I've never built one. And he said, I said, if you patient, you, you know, I, I would be happy to. And of course, my mantra is if it's on YouTube, you can become an expert in it. That's so, right. uh, <laughs> so between that and WordPress for dummies, I built him a website. And the amazing thing was he paid me for it. And uh, so then another friend asked me and then another friend and that's how it goes. And all of a sudden, um, a business coach said, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing this for, for a living? And, and oh it just it exploded from there. So it's been I've been very fortunate. Yeah. So this, uh, you know, I, I think, and this is something we're going to talk about. And you have you have a term for it. Was it not? What was the term when when folks that maybe have had a career already mm-hmm. uh, and they're making a transition into uh, something new, or maybe yes. they're even retired? Encore entrepreneurs. Encore entrepreneurs. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that and what you see generally about uh, people that are starting businesses. And listen, they ain't in their, they're, they're not in their young 20s. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> yes, I, I've, you know, as I've been going to events and I've been looking around and talking to people and even what I see on LinkedIn and, you know, in the different social medias, people aren't in their 20s and 30s. They've maybe had a career and they've retired and either, and I, I said this earlier, either they're, they don't like knitting or they don't like golf. So, or they want to get away from their spouse, whatever the, the case may be, <laughs> but maybe they've had a dream and said, when I have time, I'd like to do this, mm. or I've always been good at this. I want to explore yeah. this. Or in a lot of cases with people that are around my age, they hit the recession in the late eighties. So their retirement got a hit. Then they hit the housing bubble. And then, you know, so different things have happened over the years and maybe their retirement isn't where they want it to be. So they want to start another business based on their experience. And there's a huge market out there of, you know, these later baby boomers, early Gen Xs that are in that market and they've never had to market. So they don't understand other than, you know, looking at grandkids pictures on Facebook, they've never used social media for marketing and they don't get it. So that's kind of where this came in. It's like, there's a huge opportunity and huge market out there for somebody who can explain to them how to, to get their business online. So I'm going to ask a silly question. And, um, and that is, is that, you know, in terms of 
part-time businesses? Uh, is it just like, well, I guess I can go in the shop and do some woodworking and sell my woodworking and uh, just put it out in the front lawn and well, that's how I'll make my money? Or is there today, are there more effective ways to get your product in, in front of your ideal clients, your ideal there's, customers? There's a lot of more effective ways. And in fact, when you Google, when I first started researching this and I Googled business opportunities for baby boomers. They talked about dog sitting and they talked about, you know, um, doing that wood carving and putting them on the front porch or, or you know, selling some of the, the products that are available. But I'm like, you know, if I were retired and I'm 60 something, yeah, there's better out there. I want to use my experience and I want to use what I've learned over the years. And I want to make this a business, whether I'm a consultant, there's a lot of coaches. Um, so they're in that service type of industry, not necessarily the product industry. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, it's a great, it's a great place to be because you've got a retirement. In a lot of cases, you've got a pension or a retirement fund to help support you while you're, while you're growing this, but you want to do more or you want to see that retirement fund get bigger. Um, so, Lori, uh, talk about what you do specifically with Ignite Marketing. And so, obviously, you talked about, so you, you learned how to build your own website. And let's stop, let's stop right there. Yeah. All right. How hard is it today? Now, uh, uh, I'm asking this question as someone who's right. actually been a web developer <laughs> since the 90s, uh, the mid-90s, in fact. Yes. So, this is the early, early days right. of HTML and web design. But how difficult is it today to get a website up for yourself? Uh, there's two schools of thought on that. If you go to the what I what I affectionately term as the renta sites, if you go to the Wixes or the Squarespaces, you can be online in a matter of a couple of hours because they've made it so easy for someone to go on and put their put their presence up. The challenging part is making sure that they're messaging correctly because a couple of years ago even the purpose of a website was to talk about you and talk about your business and, you know, and tell how many years you've been in business and how many locations you have and blah, blah, blah. Today, the message is about how are you serving your customer and what can you do for your client and what are the the problems and the solutions that you provide for them? So it's no longer about you and your business. There's a certain extent to that, but for the most part is we talk solely about how we can help you as a, as a, as a client. Um, so, uh, in terms of your own program, and so you've got a program, it's called make your marketing simple.com. Here's, here's my experience, Lori, and and I'd love your experience on this. And I love that you're doing this work. Um, and we already kind of talked about this a little bit. I, my perception is that the number one reason that businesses don't really become profitable is because uh, and this is kind of Michael Gerber, old school yeah. e-myth. Yeah. And forgive me to my regular listeners. They're like, oh, here he goes again. <laughs> but, but, but I, I, I can't see enough. people have a passion. Mm-hmm. And so they start doing what they do. Uh, and then it's like, well, wait a minute. Where is everybody? How come nobody's buying? Oh, my goodness. And they, do they just stay kind of stuck? And frustrated that their schedule's not filled up, they're not able to sell the products that they were hoping to do. Um, how much time do you think someone should take uh, in terms of, and I know this can vary, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I want someone to be, who's going into this, to be very right. thoughtful and realistic about what it takes to start a nice little lifestyle business for yourself. 
Um, how much time or what percentage of your time do you think on average uh, someone should be spending letting people know about their products and services and how they can help versus actually doing the product or the service? Right. And I'm going to go, I'm going to speak mainly to services because Mm -hmm. products can vary so much depending on what the product is. And I'm going to go back for just a second to, to something that you said, where you talk about passion, making a business, you could be passionate about what you do, but if you don't have sound business principles and marketing behind it, passion isn't going to last you very long. So to that end, to start, I think at the very beginning, when you're first starting out, I would say conservatively, 60 to 70% of your time should be marketing your business because marketing is letting people know you exist. And it's not selling, it's not advertising, it's specifically letting people know you exist. So if you spend a lot of time on your social media or your networking and for beginning business owners, I said eyeball to eyeball is the best way to do it and the quickest way to do it, go find networking um, places where your client is, and first, for backing up even further, identify exactly who your target market is, exactly yeah. who your who your target client is. Identify the solutions and the problems that you solve for them. Then go find those people. If they hang out at you know at Rotary Club, go to Rotary because that's where a lot of your people are going to be if you're at that age. Yeah. Um, then you start with the social media because. What's, what's hard about social media is social media is free, but it's not free because mm-hmm. it's, it takes an investment of time. And then if you're going to do advertising, it takes an investment of money. Yeah. So going eyeball to eyeball is the quickest and easiest way to do it. And then you start developing your marketing strategy behind that. And you know what? It doesn't take any technology. You know how to talk to somebody. If someone is just getting started, should they spend their social media time setting up all these profiles and and trying to maintain a LinkedIn and a Pinterest and Instagram and a Snapchat and a Facebook? You can tell by the way I'm asking this question and you're shaking your head. No. (laughs) No, it's you you first, it, it all goes back to where your target market is. If your target market is, if you're a woman selling makeup, Go to YouTube because 80-something percent of women Google YouTube, mm. you know, uh, Google makeup tips on YouTube. Yeah. If, you're, you know, if your target market is you're going to you know, sell a new gadget or gadget to the teenage boy that plays, is a gamer, go mm-hmm. to YouTube because that's where they are. But if, you're, if you have a product to sell and you know, it fits in the Pinterest profile, that's where you go. Facebook isn't necessarily for everybody. If you're business to business, LinkedIn every day because that's where they are. No kidding. Go where your market is. Um, So when you say go there, like what are you doing on social media? So, uh, you know, I have a lot of ideas on this. I'd love your perspective on what is good activity on your social media platform of choice. Um, And well, let's go to LinkedIn because that's, that seems to be making a comeback. It's been around forever and it kind of, I think LinkedIn kind of ebbs and flows depending but LinkedIn has you know, always, to me, been the premier for business to business. So if I'm going to go to LinkedIn, I'm going to, number one, make sure my profile is set up to attract people, make sure that I have a good, consistent message on my, my headers across all my social media platforms, wherever I may be. But I want to make sure that I have keywords that are targeted to people that the clients that I'm looking for. So first of all, I'm going to optimize my profile. 
before I do anything else. Secondly, I'm going to take advantage of all of those pictures of people you should know <laughs> and make connections because you forget that the connections are the important part of it. Yeah. And so I, first thing I do on LinkedIn is I go search and see who's on, you know, who I haven't connected with that I should. Mm-hmm. Then now you can start reaching out to them through the messenger and, you know, start reaching out organically to the people that you want to connect with that you have a common interest. Then I would go to the to businesses. And finally, I would start writing and posting my, you know, comment and engaging just like any other social media on the posts that are there and posting my own things on there. Um, am, am I going to be reaching out and selling or would you recommend maybe a different tag with people? I would, I would establish the relationship first. I yeah. hate nothing more than to be sold in the second sentence. Hi, I think we should connect. Let me tell you what I do. So, un, yeah, unconnect. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I firmly believe, believe it's all built on relationships. It's the next best thing to eyeball to eyeball. Okay. So, um, so again, I guess you've got your social media. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that as well. Pick one Maybe two, right. probably one social media platform and just live there. I mean, that's, yeah. that's where you do your thing. You know, another thing, and I think that you can even do, um, say, for example, so my wife is a family therapist. I said, listen, you know, if you're uh, just a small independent family therapist, one of the best things you could do is just join a bunch of Facebook groups and just help people and provide mm-hmm free advice, you know, and just the way you answer questions are similar to, uh, you know, hey, family therapist checking in here, let me tell you what I normally tell my clients, and then go into and just give them lots of help. And then no call to action. Do Mm -hmm. not sell do not like just so here's what's going to happen. If you were to answer five to 10 questions a day on all the various groups, and by the way, I'm not talking about the family therapy Facebook groups. Right, right. I'm talking about, you know, a neighborhood, you know, a Facebook group or something like that. And you want to just keep your eyes open for subjects that you can provide some expertise on. And what'll happen is people say, well, that was an insightful answer. They'll be thinking to themselves. And then they hover over your name. And then if your personal profile, yes, even your personal Facebook profile just explains a little bit about what you do. It's optimized so that people can kind of follow the rabbit trail, as it were, Mm -hmm. and they can say, oh my gosh, this person does know a lot about dog walking, or this person does know a lot about, you know, uh, house cleaning or whatever it is. Uh, You know, just don't be afraid to, you know, most people, Facebook is a very personal uh, a, a social media platform. But if you want to, I mean, if your audience is there, it's a kind of a consumer audience uh, or even B2B audience and you, you want it, you, you're welcome, you know, you, you're open to doing this method of kind of like, and again, this is really, really early stage free pro bono yes. marketing. I think anyone can do. This will work. This will get you your first group of customers very, very easily. And again, answer five or more questions every single day. Don't sell make sure your personal profile is optimized and you're going to start getting leads guaranteed. Yes. The default for everything that you should, you do, whether it be email funnels, social media, whatever you do on your website should always be to add value, give value to your audience, and then they will find what they need on with you. Um, And, and the other thing that I would do too is, is podcasts. 
know, this is podcasts are my new jam. I love podcasts and yeah. being a guest on a podcast yeah. and find where your audience is. And especially some of the smaller podcasts, they always are looking for guests and it's a good way. It takes a little longer. But when you speak on a, on a podcast, those are, that's your audience that, that is listening to that. Wow. So it is a great place to do if you're comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, any, I guess, uh, to someone who is in a job and they're unhappy right now and they know it's like, listen, I've always wanted to do X. Yes. What is a great way that they can... Um, uh, they, 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 you know, obviously they're not going to quit their job tomorrow. Right. Um, but, but talk about starting a business in your very part-time mm-hmm. while you're already working a full-time job. Sure. And, and that's a good place to be because you're planning ahead. And I would, I would add that the grass is greener on this side, <laughs> having been in corporate a long time ago. But I would, I would start, first of all, re- taking your idea and just doing the market research on, on what is out there for that idea. Um, when I started talking to and, and gearing my marketing toward Encore Entrepreneurs, I started doing a lot of research on where, where they are, which I kind of knew because that's me. But also I looked to see what else, who else was talking to them, what were my quote-unquote competitors, which I don't believe in competitors. Right. Um, I agree. I really it's, Yeah, if you're giving value, people are going to flock to you. But look and see what else is out there. Look at the language that other people are using and look at where you can fit your niche and how you can bring your unique brand of expertise to the topic that you're talking about. And, you know, start spreading the word. It's never, I don't think, unless there's, you know, there's a corporate reason for you not to, that it's never too early. Even if you spend 30 minutes a week, an hour a week, you're going to be that much farther ahead when you're ready to get started. Start building your social network. You know, start putting the, the, the laying the, the groundwork for it, the foundation. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Well, Lori Lyons, uh, you're the founder of and uh, CEO of Igniting Your Business, uh, Ignite Marketing, which is on the web at ignitingyourbusiness.com. And then uh, make your marketing simple.com. Can you just real quick in like 30 seconds explain what make your marketing simple.com is? Sure, I'd love to. Um, I found a need for businesses that, you know, they'll say I hate technology, but it's not the technology they hate, it's the strategy they don't understand. So this starts small business owners t- through the very beginning. We, we go back to the basics, we identify the target market. So we help you find, identify your clients, find your clients, nurture your clients and keep your clients for the long run all through through marketing and through the different various mediums that you market your business today. Yeah. And we do it in a simple way that makes sense. So we're not overwhelming you and confusing you. Well, Lori, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, a great place to start uh, is makeyourmarketingsimple.com. Um, you have a simple program that, that people, and, and so it's, you said it was 90 days, right? Right. It's a three month program. Yes. That's wonderful. And you can yes. learn all the basics. Uh, and I suppose that if someone is afraid of technology, you're going to hold their hand and say, you know what? I know how you feel. I felt the same way. Here's what I learned. And guess what? It, yes. it is absolutely possible for you to learn the basics. And, and you, can, you, you can absolutely, uh, you know, again, more than just hoping to catch people driving by the house. Uh, there's a lot of other really, really great platforms uh, where, where you can get way more eyeballs, people that are looking specifically for the products and services that you offer. Correct. Yes. 
Awesome. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Lori Lyons, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.